hey, 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 it is December 11th, 2021. This is Betsy. Here we are today, everybody. Uh, the show that is almost daily about the joys and the challenges of the human experience and my discoveries and perspective and insights through my life experience, coaching, observation, curiosity. And uh, the show is improvised. It's one take, no edits. And uh, here we are today. So in my voice, you may hear that my voice sounds a little bit more raspy tonight. And um, there's two reasons for that, that one I want to talk about. So... If you listen to my medical musings episode, you'll know all about way more than maybe you want to know about my sinus surgery I had a few years ago, the rinsing I do with my sinuses. Now I'm doing it every day with a saline solution. And I just did that. It feels really good. And the other reason, well, I guess there's three reasons my voice sounds like this. I'm tired. That's the second reason. And the third reason is because I kind of lost my voice. So today um, was a big day of house projects, which I love, by the way. I love when there's a big list of like errands and house things and I could just work through them all. Um, and today was like, ooh, one of my favorite things to do, which I have talked about before, is going to the hazardous waste drop-off location. I had some expired medication and I had some Valvoline something something for a one of our cars that I that I fixed up and sold a couple years ago. Anyway, I dropped it all off there and I love going there. This time Riley um our dog went with me and it, we woke up this morning and in Northern California where I live it was 35 degrees this morning so there's frost on the lawn, so I put on her little holiday um, flannel jacket, which is quite festive and adorable on her. Although she's a golden mix, her hair is quite thin. She is part Bichon Frise. Surprise, surprise. She doesn't look like it, but her hair is fuzzy and soft. Anyway, so there were some real highlights um, of the day of errands and we moved a week ago, so, you know, we got a new bed and the mattress, all of that, the new rug, all the things came. So I put it all together, um, and I loved, I love doing that. I love, love, love putting stuff together like that. Like, if I'm at your house and you get something from Ikea, let's rock and roll. Let's do it. Or I'll do it if you don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I find it so awesome. And, and, um, that, I mean, you can get a task rabbit, right? Like, or hire somebody to come put something together for you. Um, if you have the means or that's your value system or you're interested in doing it that way, you have the ability to do that. Um, and some people who put together things like from Ikea, for example, they specialize in certain items. So can you imagine like you get, like, I was just going to say like, you get to put together the same thing over and over, but like you get to improve at it. I mean, I get something and I put it together and it's not like I'm going to put it together again. I don't think I'm probably going to get that same item. I, I, I mean, we rarely even buy furniture. 
we've lived in such small places. Um, but anyway, so yes, it was a big day of <clears throat> putting things together. Well, <clears throat> I got the, I got the rug. Hold on. I need to, well, there's no way to edit this. Well, there is, but I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to cough to the side. Hold on. <laughs> okay. I moved the mic. Um, so I got the rug pad down, then put the rug down, lined it up, felt great about it. Then started putting the bed together and I got the bed put together. There were some moments where it's like those screws with the down wrench. So I had been charging my drill and thinking I was going to get to use it. I love, I love, I love using my drill for projects and I'm getting to put this bed together and the screws are kind of like sticky. And, um, if you've ever used an Allen wrench, it's that one where it looks like a little kind of candy cane, but like a, but not a candy cane. Cause it's a 90 degree angle, but there's like a short end and a long end. And then it's kind of like a, maybe a hexagonal pentagonal or hexagonal shape that you put the Allen little wrench in that's perfectly shaped for that screw and then you kind of like do like a third of a turn and then you have to take it out and put it back in because if there's an obstruction you can't go all the way around which if you could just put it in there and just go woo 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 all the way around then it would be golden that would make it fun right well I had like 28 of one kind and 26 of another I thought great they said it would take one hour so what I did was I started a stopwatch which again you probably know this about me by now and they were getting kind of sticky and it just was, I was hitting some hiccups and I was getting really frustrated because of the way that I laid it down. And then I had to be like holding up part of it while I put the headboard on. So, but I didn't have something to like fix underneath it. I was like holding a lot of weight up while trying to do it. So I was making it more difficult for myself. I think I know. Yeah, probably. And then they'd say, like, just do 70% tightness. Don't do it all the way. That way it can kind of give, and then you can get it assembled and then tighten everything up. Well, I sometimes skip over details like that, so I just, like, was tightening them up. And then you get to, like, the fourth corner, and you're like, well, this doesn't totally line up right. You have to loosen up the other screws. So you see where I'm going with this. Like, I it took a lot longer than an hour. And at one point, um, my wife went to take our dog out and I was getting really, really frustrated. I found myself kind of grumbling and growling like, uh, and then, and then I, what I, what I allow myself to do, particularly when I'm alone, because if I do this with my wife around or anyone else around, it can be startling or upsetting or distressing, understandably. Um, but when I'm alone, I allow myself to follow my voice. And what I mean by that is just allow it to kind of open up or repeat a word that's coming to mind. There's no thinking about it. It's just, I guess, a permission. So I just start like growling and then I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm talking to myself and I'm making more noises and I'm growling. So I'm going to push pause at the story here. 
And where I'm going to go with this is that your voice has a lot of information for you. And we can get ourselves in situations where we start to, lots of things. It could be a delightful sound. It could be, um, yeah, it could be related to something good or pleasurable, or it could be something that was distressing or, or painful. But we naturally have an expression of sound sometimes. And you may be very connected with that sense of expression, or you may feel a sense of disconnection from that. And we're all different. And, you know, I have developed a enthusiasm about that and a curiosity. And that has taken, you know, practice and being in environments where it's like celebrated for you to just make all kinds of sounds or express yourself in different ways, particularly through like theater kinds of classes or improv classes um, and performances. And so I start this grumbling. And at one point I'm going, why, why, why? Because I can't like the Allen wrench won't like go engage in the thing. It's starting to get a little bit like sticky. So now, and this is like 90 minutes in. Okay. Meanwhile, I didn't flip all the way to the end of the pages to see. I never, you know what? I never think about like how close am I to being finished? I don't think about that actually. I just think what's next, at least with these projects. And I, okay, so I can't ever say always, okay, because that's, that's not accurate. Um, uh, welcome to the sound effects portion. <laughs> Speaking of making sounds. Um, so I growl, I'm like, I'm going, why, why, why? And I'm getting really frustrated. I can feel myself getting really frustrated. And so I let myself growl. And you know what? For your ears, I'm not going to repeat all of the sounds. But like, just listen to how raspy my voice is. I was like, ah, like, ah. Like, these are toned down versions of like, at one point, I just was allowing myself to just feel into this frustration, this anger, which no doubt, is not just related to this bed. There's no doubt. Like it's got to be related to other things in my life or other seasons of my life or just anger is one of the emotions that I've had the least permission to let myself express or even feel because it's felt like, well, that's, that's not, that's bad. There's something wrong to feel about anger. Well, it's natural to feel anger. So here I am. I'm I'm growling and I'm, and I'm screaming. Now, the other thing is that when we realize what would stop us from doing this, okay, we don't want to scare others. We're scaring ourselves. That could be something, reason we kind of dial it back. Um, another reason we may not fully kind of like explore this, making sounds or feeling what's emerging is um, we start to think why am I so mad? Like we go into analyzing, oh, why am I so mad? Or we start to try to talk ourselves out of it. Well, this isn't that hard or, you know, um, yeah, in some way maybe we deny how we're feeling or we kind of shame ourselves for being frustrated. Come on, you can, you can do this, get over it. That kind of voice. Um, and then if you tap into this knowingness of like, oh, this is related to some other deeper 
anger because I made some sounds today that I'm pretty sure I've never heard before. And I'm, I'm not thinking that it's all isolated around the bed. I'm feeling like putting this bed together is like the frustration of some of these bolts were, um, like portals through which it just pushed me to like express some deeper distress. And so if I, if I sense like, oh, this is related to something deeper, I consciously practice like not trying to figure that out. Because if I, again, if I go into that analyzing, I'm going to completely shut off the energy that's flowing. And at one point I screamed, I was screaming like, you know, kind of repeatedly. And the whole thing of this whole thing, to give you some idea, probably lasted growling and kind of really yelling off and on was probably about 10 minutes or 12 minutes. Um, I'm aware that if I get really yelling that I will hurt my voice and I have, looks like I took it a little far today based on how my voice sounds. Um, because I have had voice injury in the past, which was, I have talked about, I had nodules on my vocal cords and that was almost 20 years ago, but my voice is different since then. I know I talked about that the night before we moved and that was November 30th. So if you want to listen to that episode, you'll hear all about nodules on the vocal cords. I don't remember how much I got into the details, but they wanted to do surgery on me. I was in therapy for 10 months, voice therapy, speech pathology, and I would regularly see the otolaryngologist and I was able to do a majority of my healing of my voice. Um, the acute healing of avoiding surgery was because I had knee surgery. So I just, um, rested for that time that I was recovering from knee surgery, rested my voice. Um, so with the voice, and let's go back to what I learned in my voice therapy, which is the number one, see here, just took a deep breath. The number one thing that supports voice healing is breath support. And so what happens is we start to get frustrated or angry and maybe there's some limitation like, and some of that is reasonable. I'm not, I'm not saying it's good, bad, right or wrong. I'm just saying, yeah, like if grandma's sitting there and you're putting together a dresser, maybe you're not going to start growling and screaming, you know, grandma might get really distressed. Like maybe that's not the environment. So it takes some discernment about where it's appropriate, but you get that going. You, you start feeling that coming and you feel some constriction and then it might go into like, I don't know, maybe fight, fight flight or freeze. If you feel like you're getting panicked. Um, but that shallow breathing, and then you start forcing your voice through shallow breathing. That's where we start to damage our vocal cords. So feeling like, okay, when and where is a space and in the car by myself is a great space. Um, when and where might I feel like I can let my voice go or follow my voice about what one, what I want to say or what wants to emerge and we get so caught up in like, what does it all mean? And like, I need to figure it out. Or like, what is, is there something wrong with me? And like all these things that we, or self-consciousness, um, embarrassment that we don't express ourselves. And so I just honor and celebrate 
you know, the, the feelings, emotions that are moving through your body. And, and I also honor the times which you have discernment to limit that expression for a reason that feels in alignment with your health and well-being and the health and well-being of those around you. I, there was a point where I thought, we're living in a new house. I'm like, can the neighbors hear me? <laughs> can the neighbors hear me? And is somebody going to come knocking on the door? Um, the windows were all shut. So I, I really did growl and scream a little bit. And um, when my wife got back, she was vacuuming and I I did some screaming or growling and whatever at that point. It was like kind of crossover that 10 to 15 minutes when like she was coming back with our dog and and then my my dog like walked down the hallway because she could hear the vacuum and she could also hear me right so she comes down the hallway and she's just looking at me like are you okay and I really feel like I released something that needed to be released and you know what I I'm gonna do some journaling tomorrow and I know some of it is about missing people like missing family and you know the kids in my life and I was crying about that yesterday. And so there's some frustration and anger that I have around uh, just missing people and, and not getting to see certain people right now. And, and so I know that's related to some of it. And I just am practicing gentleness with myself around it tonight uh, after dinner and everything. And I, I actually was, did some uh, a couple other things in the house, did some laundry, other things. And then I just decided to take a Epsom salt bath and, and just give myself some gentleness. So I offered that to you. So whether, however you choose discernment, but my invitation to you is to, in a way that feels like just one baby step outside of the, uh, the comfort zone that you're willing to, and ready to explore, where is there an environment that you can potentially explore that? And and follow your voice and see what, what emerges. Um, and by the way, I'm talking about anger and frustration. It could be joy. It could be, it could be excitement. It could be playing like, it could be singing in the car with some of your favorite music. I mean, that is so incredibly beautiful to allow that energy to move and to express yourself. Um, so yeah, what, what is your voice wanting to express? And how might you create space for just li listening and witnessing and safely, safely allowing yourself to explore what wants to emerge? Sending you so much love tonight and all nights and all mornings. Sweet dreams. Have a great day. Whatever stage you're at, I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.